Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. Narwhal's horns always grow to the left. They twist. But Every single one of them goes to the left. Really? What happens if it goes to the right? They don't. But what would happen? I have no idea. Then it's, they don't. Then it's a social outcast and it doesn't make friends. And then it's the one narwhal and elf that goes, Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Is it really a narwhal then? What? Well, actually, it would be an exceptional version of a narwhal, which I believe is referred to as a wonderwall. Anyways, oh, welcome to Geek's good. Corner. My name's Cameron. I use the hashtag Geek's Corner uh, to talk with us tonight about the really bad puns I've already made and will continue to make. It's just going to get worse, guys. It really is. Or is it going to get better? Depends no. on who's saying them. Oh, okay. That's that's fine. All right. Um, well, as we speak, people are walking out of Disney California Adventure after saying goodbye for the last time to... Am I wrong? No, you're right. It's just... Currently, as we speak, people on as, the street are doing things. Well, they're not on the street yet, but... Um, Screaming! A Bugs Land closed tonight for its last time. Wow. They, they shut the door. I didn't like that. Closed the gates. Wait, what, what Bugs Land gates? There are no gates to Bugs Land. Bet you there will be tomorrow. That's gonna be a wall. Same difference. It's gonna be a construction that's gonna be like part of our pixie there'll be, dust. There'll be, there'll be things that open now. Whoa. <laughs> anyway, that's why I'm dressed like I am. It's a funeral for bugs. Okay. That's why I'm dressed like I am. That's not true. I wear this every day. Also every true. Day. Yeah, thank you for getting that slang in there. You're I appreciate welcome. it. Anyway. I was translating. I appreciate that. As, as we... <laughs> what do you think about the closing of Bugsland? It's leading to better things. Uh, Bugsland served its purpose since opening. It has been a great place for little kids to be, uh, but it's a limited footprint over there, and they need to do what they need to do to get cool things in. Sad but necessary. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything you'll miss from Bugsland? So I was thinking about this today. <laughs> I have a distinct memory from Bugsland. So I was trying to think today if, if she I she has really... one memory from Bugsland. Everybody, <laughs> one memory. I do only have one. Um, <clears throat> From when I was and an it wasn't from when we were there on Sunday. No, I don't, don't remember, remember anything I don't there. Remember that. I blacked out. Mm -hmm. um, no, when I was a child, um, and this is really dumb, but it's my memory that I have from my childhood and DCA 1.0. Um, I saw it's tough to be a bug, and I thought the ant. 3D glasses were so cool, and so I didn't recycle Splints. them. Oh, man, we should have gotten a picture of this. <laughs> um, and then, uh, because I was an anxious child, much like I am as an adult, I got really scared uh, somewhere along Paradise Park area, and I went, oh, no, like, what if they see me with these, and they, like, kick me out of the park, because <laughs> I shouldn't have taken them this far, and then I, like, left them, like, on... <laughs> So you did the hard part, but then you didn't... Okay. Anyway, um, that's one of my memories. Do you have a, do you have a memory, Cameron? Uh, yes, we went to the park for the very first time with my nephew, Brendan. Oh. Um, and he had a very long, hot day, and he didn't run eagerly into the water. He just dejectedly walked into the fountains. He just went, none, and just... Um, I, I watched him like like there was this moment of like oh no he's gonna get all wet we're gonna have to deal with that the rest of the day and it was like there's no stopping him at this point he's just, <laughs> did it help oh yeah he was great oh okay he great was great after that um, favorite attraction in, in Bugs Life Heimlich seconded yeah it's it's great um, Heimlich I, is the shining star of a Bugs Land. And it's really because of Heimlich himself. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not actually the attraction, it's Joe. Like, his well, voice. And the watermelon. And the animal cookies. And the fork in the road. But they could have made it anything. 
Like, all you have to do is hear his voice, and you're just happier because of it. Yeah. And smell cookies. Am I wrong? Like, uh, Well, I'm trying to think, and there are several examples of things that would not be okay, but, like, but yeah. It could be cantaloupe instead of... Yeah, I mean, he could I just want to smell good yeah. things. Actually, that'd be even more entertaining. I feel Ooh, like. we could smell... Aaron Harrison, why is he for us? <laughs> we could smell phone book smell. Um, can we is that something the, people can we like? stop the show for... What is phone book smell <laughs> in detail, please? And why are you so excited about it? We're not moving on until you tell us. Yeah. Is this something you do? I mean, did you get into the delivery game just so you could get that noxious fume amongst you? Yeah. Do you have you bottled it yet? Yeah. Okay, go on. What does it do smell? Do you really like phone What does smell? it smell like? It's like book smell. It's like book smell. <laughs> no. Paper. But with an element of foam? Like... <laughs> maybe, no, maybe it's the <laughs> element of having been left on the front porch. <laughs> In the, in the rain, rain. so it's just it, that, it reminds you yeah, of uh, mold. That's fresh cut spring flowers spoon across a babbling brook with a hint of lemon. Why phone book smell? What about that is what kills it's it? It's like book smell, like this. Yes, we established phone book. Yeah. It's half of phone Maddie's book. not on the book. show. You're yeah. But, it's like yes, it's like the smell of Barnes and Noble, just like paper and like books and like you said phone books and I said yay phone book smell. Remember. The Five minutes ago? The smell of books is actually the smell of the pages slowly rotting. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you go into an old bookstore, you're actually smelling knowledge wasting away. There's an extra free fact for you. There's your happy Dax so, Magic fact of the night. So, some someone fact magic. Someone back me up. Fax Magic. Oh, use Somewhere. it. Put it up on the internet. Please. Maddie is backing me up. I hope com. when I... Maddie's backing me up dot com? Sure. <laughs> what? Oh, you were saying dot com to him. I think the number of this joke is up. Shall we move on? <laughs> Worse, we told you. We warned you at the beginning of the show. I'm so sorry. Coffee. Um, as Maddie said on Twitter, if you're following along with hashtag Geeks Corner, Heimlich is finally going to transform into a beautiful butterfly. He's always a beautiful butterfly. On the inside. Mm -hmm. That's what counts. Um, so Marvel is going to be taking over this space. If you could pick one thing to be able to experience, and the sky is the limit, that very blue sky is the limit, what would you like to see put in place there? Um, oh, I can't say that. Mm -hmm. um, they convert the uh, the uh, tough to be a bug theater into just a recap for people who are trying to catch up on all, all of the Marvel. Of the last ten but years, but it's just the guy from Ant Man that originally robbed them. Um, <laughs> just that's him recap with action figures. Okay, so it's like oh, that would be amazing. That'd be really cool. So it'd be like a Marvel version minutes. of Path of the Jedi. Yeah, kind of, but just that but guy. Just that guy. Just that guy. That'd be amazing. Even if they did it where he's overdubbing, yeah. like they do in Ant Man, yeah. like, I'd be okay with that. Too. I want him like doing the sound effects and yeah, everything. yeah. He needs to do it just like when he's telling a story. Mm -hmm. That's it's cool. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. When Thanos snaps and half of everyone disappears, half of everyone disappeared. <laughs> like how, bottom? How, let me. Top? So are you saying half of the land will disappear? Like what do you? Half of the people disappear and animals. That's well, they're all gone from. now. They closed the land. No, like half, like they they dis like disappear because Thanos snaps. It happens once daily. <laughs> you better hope you're spared. And do they play "Look at that flick of the wrist" at the same time to reference the previous land? <laughs> Come on, that was good. That was like a three-level pun. That was <laughs> really good. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like hit a roadblock with that one because I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. "Whoa, okay, okay, that's 
that's something. Um, I would like to see the stage uh, or the theater you're talking about turned into a um, interactive show that's not bug ball. Yes, but not not like the Jedi Training Academy. More of like Doctor Strange actually doing really cool things with awesome. A magic show? Yeah, a magic show would be cute. But like, and it, in the form of him, like it starts out with him giving a lecture, and then it turns into him doing all these crazy things. And of course, because it's Disney, a villain has to show up, and yeah. they end up fighting at the end. Ha ha! Everybody's happy. I just like the idea of everyone going. I can't wait to see the magic show. Yes. A Doctor Strange doing the magic show. I want to take it a step further and have Tony Stark be Stark Industries has sponsored having. Uh, that would be we're cool. We're going to bring a magician out for the kids and here comes dr strange like i'm not that's not what <laughs> yeah. yeah that would actually be really funny yeah. and you know they do it as iron man because they've done that already before mm -hmm. so he'd have the big screen he would do the setup and then he just walks that's not why do you always do that and then he would go pick a card that would be that would be really fun okay first of all if you're trying to emulate the sling ring you actually have to have two fingers up and the ring on properly in order to open but i feel like that should be part of his the force that should be part of his show is showing how to do that yes that would be cool doesn't do that on cruise line yeah but i think this would be bigger scale because then you could do some really cool effects yeah. like really go all out with it that was me being dr strange, dr. strange training. Be all right other changes coming to the anything else you want to talk about the new marvel land um, I really hope that they incorporate some of those videos we've seen of not real people possibly doing things because that concept is really really cool. It's okay. Um, especially I thought when you started that, I thought you were going to say the uh, Captain America PSA videos. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. So like, you want to get Max Pass? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That would be really fun. That would be good. I like Captain America. Um, I, I'm hedging my bets on it a little bit and I know some we're going to talk about later but Captain Marvel I'm imagining to be a property I'm going to be a big fan of I would love to see a presence of that probably attraction character both yep mm -hmm. entertainment both. Both. Okay. all three she could join Doctor Strange <gasps> in the show yeah. Mm -hmm. They're doing a pretty cool show. It's not necessarily what I'm talking about, but they're doing a cool, or they did do a cool show in uh, Walt Disney Studios in Paris that had a bunch of Marvel characters doing awesome stuff. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. It, cool. it, it, that's kind of where the idea was sparked, and then I'm like, but we could do this. Captain Marvel walks out, but she's in full 90s tourist Regalia. like everything, yeah. and she's like, magic show? Let me take a picture. Hang on. <laughs> I was just saying, in my head, she had the camera too. Yeah. 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 Denim. Yep. Everything. Denim. Yeah. All right. Other changes coming to Dis Are we? Yeah. We're all in agreement I that Marvel. Marvel is going to be a step up from Bugs Land. It's going to be so good. Or is it going to step on Bugs Land? Oh. Um, I don't know. We had to go there. Uh, it was announced this week that uh, we are going to have. Well, we already knew there's going to be a cantina in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but now we know it's what it's called. Uh, Oga. Oga's. Mm -hmm. Is that how? Yes. That's a weird name. It's space. Mr. Daps is a weird name. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Good thing I didn't come up with it. Um, so Oga's Cantina. It's going to have Rex as the DJ, DJ. which yeah. we already knew he was going to be a DJ. They're, they're right. That was that'll be fun. Comments, comments. Yeah, <laughs> he's coming back to uh, help us read comments. Also. Um, <laughs> But yes, there's also going to be drinks there that are adult beverages Libations. in nature. Uh, who would like to kick off if they think this is a good or bad idea for 
adult beverages to be in the Disneyland Resort. And I'll just pitch. I have an article up with my thoughts already on DapsMagic.com. So go. <laughs> he was like, which one of you wants to go? And like, as I'm, I'll go. <laughs> as I'm trying to talk, he was like, anyway, the, what I think about it, I was like, me, mm-hmm. I have opinions. Good. I think it's a good idea. Um, I'm very interested to see what it means because they said that uh, the reason that they are doing this, the reason they are breaking Disneyland tradition is because it's going to fit into the Star Wars experience. I feel like there's more to it than that, but I am interested to see what drinks are Star Wars experience. Well, you're in a cantina. Well, yes. I- I'm. Ex- Have you seen the movies? No. How do they end? It doesn't matter. They're in the beginning. Have you noticed cantinas are always in the first half of the film? That's not true. You sure? Yeah, Miles Cantana is the exact center point of the film. Yep. I was counting it as the first half. No, it's dead middle. Okay. Dead middle, minute to minute. It is It is the meeting point of the film. Does it start before or after the oh, very middle? Well, you can't talk to him <laughs> about The Force Awakens, because the other day... Um, I sent a picture that was like, tell that to Kanja Club, and he thought it was Star Trek. So <laughs> That like... was the most Star Trek moment of that whole movie. It though. was. It really and was. I actually, re, re-looking at it, I'm like, it looks like the new Klingons. Yeah, yeah. Because he went, they I thought it. those were Klingons, and I was like, I made it. St- I did. Star Wars. Yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, not only Cameron, was Star Cantina. Trek, but there was definitely Dungeons and Dragons creatures rolling around in that scene. Yeah. It was just stars are beholders. It was weird. Need to talk about I didn't it. finish my opinions. Oh, go ahead. Opinions. Keep opinions. Going. Um, Thank you. Uh, but I, I don't see a problem with it, and I even will go as far to say that if it spreads through Disneyland, if it only goes to sit-down restaurants, I don't see a problem with it. Um, as long as it's contained and there's not yellow cups in Disneyland. Um, but I, I think that as long as it's contained, I, I don't... It, it, like Magic Kingdom. I don't see a problem with it if it's sit-down. Okay, do Can I tackle an even bigger problem that is definitely going to be controversial? Yes. Cool. Walt would be rolling over in his grave for this. Um, I tackled that, let's, too. Yeah, let's talk about that. The biggest compliment you can give Disneyland and Walt Disney is that it's not Walt's company. Um, he built something that outlived him and changed and adapted beyond ways that he could even possibly imagine. Which is exactly what he hoped for. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this That's is my the favorite best Walt quote. possible result of this. And that the fact, uh, the fact that the park is modifying to meet with the needs of a new clientele that he never got to meet uh, is one of the most highest praises you can give to Walt Disney and to this company. So. Please stop using the Walt would roll over in his grave if he could see it and it was explained to him fully the choices are being made by very, very smart people running the company right now. He'd probably be on board. And he was a very smart person too and very pragmatic. And I just don't... I always think it's dangerous just to try to put words in Walt's mouth anyway because you really don't know what Walt was going to do on any given day. Like, Walt was trying to build a theme park and his brother thought it was a bad idea so he financed it himself behind his back. Like, Walt was very, like, he was going to get what he was going to get, whatever that took. And 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 I think you have to remember that uh, Walt was anything if unconventional. And and so, you, you never know. Well, and if you look at it, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is bringing generations of people together. And that's what Disneyland was made to do. Um, Walt wasn't alive when Star Wars came out, Uh that was like decade before um, when he passed. But Star Wars is about bringing families together, and that's what it does, and that's what Galaxy's Edge is gonna do. Like, 
And it's a cantina. And it's it's so contained in the way that they're doing it. I think there's this this projection from people who are so against it of their own inability to control themselves that they're putting that on other people. Um, alcohol is legal um, as, as in a country, and if 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 that changes, the park would change to adapt to it. But it's 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 legal, guys, for people of a certain age and of discretion. So, also. People would like to say, I'm not even going to go to Holiday Land. I'll let you tackle that. Uh, that um, kind of is the part. People, true. People want to say, say it's a great argument. This yeah. is the first time that it's being served in Disneyland. Y'all heard of a place called Club 33? This is the first time it's being served to the public, but it's been being served in Club 33, and no one has said anything there. Or uh, other private events that the park mm -hmm. has had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Alright, well let's move right 16. along. Let us know your comments with hashtag Geeks Corner or in the comments. We'd be uh, curious to hear what you think. We and, like uh, and your favorite drink. Sure, why not? Your favorite Star Wars Everybody libation. just wants blue milk. I mean, come on. No one wants green milk. Well, is it like is it like a blue Russian is what they're going to make? I'm assuming, like... I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying, is I'm like, what are they going to be? I know, I know Star Wars drinks, but what are they going to do? No, I, I don't want the drink so much as the person serving it to you. I just want the drink slammed down in front of me, and you just hear, he doesn't like you. <laughs> I don't like you either. <laughs> like, I want that. That's what I want more than the actual drink mm -hmm. or not drink. That's yeah. more important. Good point. All right, so there's auditions coming up next week for Mickey Sensational Parade, which seems to indicate that the parade is coming back. I imagine. Good or... <laughs> well, it hasn't been announced, so we're not going to flat out say it's coming back. But we are going to report on what we do know. Um, and they're doing auditions. What? And it's a fine, fine line. Are you, are you excited about the return of potentially Mickey Sensational Parade? <laughs> You know, I, I really, really enjoy Sensational. Um, for one, I like it because I don't get wet. For for one major reason is that there's a lot of talent required for the parade in yeah. general. Yeah. A lot of musical talent uh, that um, I appreciate something that features and promotes having more artistry. So. I think it'd be really cool if they put the Disneyland band at the beginning of it. That'd be neat. They do that in Hong Kong. I'm really looking forward, um, hopefully they bring it back, the pre-parade, where they say, all right, now everybody pump your fist in the air and yell, hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. I'm really looking hey, forward hey. to uh, Mr. Daps not doing that and, like, specifically very much holding his camera. So he's just like, what hands? Well, we go, hey, hey, hey. Hey, Thanks, hey. Jenny. Thank you. I had to fill in for Jenny because she's was, not here. That was Jenny. Yep. So, you hope it comes back. Looking forward to it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Fun parade. Uh, finally, tonight, we are going to talk about John Williams and the legacy that he has. Uh, he was performing with the LA Philharmonic over the weekend at Hollywood Bowl. Um, I purchased a ticket on Friday and went. It was crazy, and it was awesome. But um, he has a legacy of 45 years of composing scores with uh, Steven Spielberg movies, which was really cool. But he's done so much else. Um, music for TV shows, including Gilligan's Island, which I feel like most people don't know, but a lot of other small things um, back in the 50s and 60s when he was a jazz pianist. And he actually shared that he played... He, he first conducted at the Hollywood Bowl in 78, and he said in the 50s was the first time he played at the Hollywood Bowl, and he was a... I think he said a substitute pianist or something, but he was playing piano at the... You don't like that word, do you? No, no, and, no. I just... I The image of... John Williams um, being actually, a backup. Actually, back then, he was Johnny Williams. Johnny! 
Yeah. Was, wasn't he credited that in, in episode four? Was that the one? Well, and there's jazz albums out as him as John Williams. Yeah. But, um... That's so good. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, and you could probably not if I didn't hear about it. Did they do the violin concerto at the John Williams concert? No. Okay. I figured. No, they did all, uh... They did one piece that was more recent that he wrote that wasn't a soundtrack, but for the most part, it was all John Williams. They did do a little bit of a tribute for uh, Leonard Bernstein because it's been a, it's his hundredth birthday or something, mm -hmm. and so they did a couple pieces there. But uh, most of it was really awesome soundtrack music, and then Steven Spielberg, the second half of it, was the narrator, and uh, first half David Newman actually conducted, second half was John Williams. Um, but it was really cool. Um, so your favorite soundtrack of John Williams. Ooh, I'm going to have to go Jurassic Park. It's um, a good choice. Good. Because when we talk about iconography of films, uh, Williams is really good at capturing things. And uh, the frame of reference was dinosaurs and everything up until that point was kind of corny. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it was like, you know, ah, dinosaurs. Well, it was either going to be that or it was yeah. going to be horror. Well, like, yeah, and, was, yeah, and he decided to make something that was grandiose Gorgeous. and majestic. Um, and now you cannot associate dinosaurs without his music anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that's cool. And really part of that was Steven Spielberg asked him to do that. And it yeah. was a really awesome thing. Um, I'm going to go Star Wars. <clears throat> I'm going to go very specific. Uh, please do. <clears throat> Obviously. Princess Leia's theme. Mm -hmm. Um, we listen to a podcast we talk about it all the time. Soundtrack show. Uh, they went very in depth on Star Wars, and embarrassingly, he went into Princess Leia's theme and the combination with the Force theme and all these things. And I was literally crying in my car because of how much I love that theme and how moving it is and how gorgeous it is. Like I am a huge nerd, and I really like that theme is beautiful. So cool. Um, I'm between. Last Crusade for Indiana Jones Fair. and Jurassic Park. And yeah. I think both of them, because they tell such a fantastic story, and really you could pick just about any of them. Like Close Encounters of the Third Kind tells a fantastic mm -hmm. story that just freaks you out. And if it's... I used to love when I had friends that weren't into soundtrack um, they'd come over to our house, is we'd listen to soundtracks, because we're geeks like that. And I would always turn that one up because it has that punch parties, man. and I would scare the heck out of people and it was great um, but that talk? one's fantastic and yeah I just want to talk <clears> briefly <throat> about how cool John Williams is as a person um, mm -hmm. one of my favorite videos of him and we got to see this I think live originally um, he did it was, was it part of Star Wars Celebration yeah, I think it was in Florida um, so they, they did a tribute they played Leia's theme mm -hmm. um, and then they kind of stopped briefly and they went into the main theme and it so happened that the camera was pointing back at Williams to start it off and of course they begin with a huge fanfare and the audience loses their mind and the best part of it is John Williams just a little smile chiseled he's just like Little girl. I know. <laughs> it's like he he's a very humble man, but also he really knows how cool he is. It's just like, And he knows what's gonna connect. Yeah. Like yeah. for this concert, they he did a couple of pieces that weren't on the uh, the program and so he walks out for the second half and it says that he's gonna start with a piece from Lincoln, which is a gorgeous piece. Mm -hmm. But he walks out he stands up on the podium and goes straight into Indiana Jones and like <laughs> doesn't acknowledge it's just like yeah and that's exactly what happened we get the video on, on my article awesome. and and you just look at the power that music has because of the imagination of this guy um, what do you think his enduring legacy is going to be mm. I can tell you the right answer but I won't I, I mean I feel like it's going to be Star Wars I, I no bigger picture legacy like not the, not a not like a soundtrack like what's what's his legacy 
high caliber greatness. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be the definitive voice of theming with film. I mean, yeah. it's he nobody nobody does melodies like him. Uh, it, I mean, you think about a lot of the the people predecessing him. They're really good at um, at least the good ones were really good at capturing an overall theme uh, and that stuff. But nobody has really done something that. Um, becomes as much an element of the film as what uh, his songs do. They they don't contribute to it in many ways. They are parallel to many of the other characters in the film. Um, Star Wars, admittedly, will be nothing without him. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, those are great movies, but think, any of those movies we mentioned yeah, wouldn't th work. Think how the tone would have been different uh, if there was no Indiana Jones music to back up. Well, it this been is cheesy. This like, is a great point. You can see it on my article too. Is they did the the train scene, the circus train scene from uh, the Last Crusade, mm -hmm. and Steven Spielberg set it up and said, "I'm going to show you first what I made," and the, so they played that whole scene like 12 minutes or whatever without music mm -hmm. the thing's boring as dirt yeah like there's a lot of dirt there anyway but um and he's like and here's what happens when you add the brilliance of john williams and the first one felt long and the second one was done like yeah. that and mm -hmm. it, it like and you don't realize how many sound effects john williams throws in with different musical hits and whatever as he's going through it and they're fighting and all sorts of stuff happens. his music is the best actor in the films <clears throat> quite often yeah yeah um, well, I was just thinking in terms of like timeline, the other big compo uh, composer I can think of is Silvestri. And I feel like Silvestri doesn't hold a candle to Williams. I'm so sorry if we have any diehard Silvestri fans. Um, because Back to the Future is good. Back to the Future is very good. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It is. It's all right. It's a good. It's no, good. we're talking mm -hmm. soundtrack. We're not talking the movie. Movie's great. Movie's great. Movie's fantastic. Yeah. Soundtrack's good. But it's not stick with you. Like Star Wars and Indiana Jones. See, I would put and... Howard Shore closer really? to us. I was going to go Zimmer. Um, Fair. Zimmer doesn't create as many specific themes for character, and that's where I would push well, back Silvestri, and I would push I'm back level of co contribution to the films they involved. Okay, in. I'll Zimmer give you goes that. a completely different direction. Yes. Um, as for, like stripping away things, Williams builds. Yeah. Um, so they they just have two different perspectives, but I would say. Comparatively, as far as how much they've influ uh, influenced the modern cinema, they, those two would be close in my mind. Williams still wins, but yeah. It's also speaking of Jurassic Park and things. Uh, it's very interesting in Jurassic Park the amount of movie that is not scored. Um, he hmm. very specifically plays with space, plays with yeah. space, and knows what it will do if there's not music there, and it's really, really, really interesting. So I think that he's just a genius. That's very true yes um one of the things david newman said at the beginning of the concert that i thought was really cool is um he really shared how john williams took classical music which or, or um uh, soundtrack music which was really looked down upon by classical musicians and brought it into the mainstream and he's like there wouldn't be a concert like this we're having this weekend if it weren't for johnny williams and what he started and really he jumped in and, and first conducted at the uh, Hollywood Bowl in 78. Um, I think it was because, um, what was the guy that conducted the Boston Pops River? Oh, you know. Nobody knows. But anyway, he was sick or something so he hopped in and he's like the big conductor of all time. I don't know. I'll look it up some point. Looks funny. Yes! No. Um, that's the one. I'm looking. Uh, anyway. He's, he's looking. He's using the Google machine. Yes. Um, but he... He really stepped in last minute to to help 
save that concert and he didn't even want to perform publicly before that like he'd never conducted he's like no i just do studios and um and so he hopped in and and i think that's just a ridiculous start to what we now have 40 years later and, and it's great um what are you looking forward to with the next star wars movie in terms of soundtrack which character well, Leia's going to break us. We already know mm-hmm. that. Don't. And he's he's so masterful at just pulling the emotion out of it. It's just going to kick it up to 11. We Arthur s- Fiedler. Well, Arthur Fiedler is the name. Now we can all yeah. rest easy. That was going to drive me crazy. Um, that being said, I think we're going to get the most interesting music in the relationship of uh, Kylo and Rey. I think they're going to have something maybe compositionally that is for both of them. Slash tragic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. going to hurt, but it's going to be good. And I'm hoping there's some really awesome, grandiose piece at the very end. Because mm-hmm. I'm kind of expecting this to be a celebratory end. Oh, yeah. But cool. All right. Well, we are running out of time for tonight. So go to thegeekscorner.com if you want to hear us just make a mess of stuff, but repeatedly. Exactly. Go to napsmagic.com, check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens, and subscribe to our mailing list. And make sure you subscribe to this channel as well and find us on the social media. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you can find us. Yeah, all these places that Maddie put together for us on this. Convenient sign placement. Lovely sign. Um, But anyway, find us on social media. We'd love to connect with you. That's all the time we have for this week, so we'll see you around the corner.